The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It is Friday, and we are glad that you're spending your Friday morning with us. Have you been working for the weekend? I know we have been, for sure. I'm Janet Rose. Marco Galbraith is back with us today, sitting in. Glad to have you back. Good morning. Always glad to be back. I wonder if uh, today will be as exciting as yesterday. We having a guest come in? We are. Oh, we are? Good. Yeah, Stephanie Reed's coming in about 7 o'clock. Oh, excellent. Yeah, we're going to talk city council stuff. Oh, good. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some events coming up this weekend. You've got one coming up. I've got one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll Well, be Well, we can relax with Stephanie. She's she's good people. Yeah, yeah. We won't have to be on our toes like yesterday. Don't need to build a cage. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's get ready to... That was bad. Well, no, I won't say it wasn't bad. It was was good information. We had had a good conversation. I enjoyed it. It was good. We can agree to this. You're sitting in the middle watching janet and i go mm. <laughs> you look uh, a little nervous at one i was point, i was okay. but i also was sitting there like all right this could be real this could get if this goes one way I this know. could be really funny mm-hmm. this could be really good or re- really well, good. There it was were, good there were points when he he would say stuff and it's more like i'm a person of like knowing what y'all think and knowing what he thought and i just i like had to cover my mouth right because i was like this is this could be really funny right to me because i just like who doesn't like mayhem yeah 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 it was it mayhem it was good but and, i respect and it his was, opinion and that's we, right we, and we both we, we respect him that's right and we, we just, and we all have have need to be able to have conversations like that with people who don't necessarily share our values exactly the way we share exactly them. and that's what this show is about is yeah. having those conversations just because we're superior we we, <laughs> we shouldn't let it get to us <laughs> here's your thought of the day marco are you ready don't let the fear of losing be greater than the excitement of winning Hmm, All right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Here's our Mind Jam trivia for today. Today is National Breadstick Day. Ooh. Yes. Olive Garden Mm -hmm. dipped in Alfredo sauce. It's interesting that you say that Mm -hmm. because in 2014, following a corporate merger with Olive Garden, the company Starboard demanded Olive Garden eliminate the all-you-can-eat breadsticks. Wow. My question for you this morning is this. Did this help or hurt Olive Garden stock? Mm. That's what I want you to tell me. 434-248-0704. Do they still have the unlimited breadsticks? I haven't been in a while. I'm not saying one way or the other. Wow. You just have to answer I, I the question. I didn't know that. All right. That's like they're this talking is, This is point. an easy easy answer okay okay yeah we'll see yeah uh on this day in history in 1904 st louis police try a new investigation method the fingerprint wow 1904 wow that's amazing okay so now because you have the police background Mm -hmm. now they can scan fingerprints Right. right right because it wasn't that so long ago 
they had to do everything by sight, right? Yeah. They had to compare them. Uh huh. Even in my day, we had a a fingerprint expert. uh, He sat next to me when I was in the detective bureau, and he had a little tiny magnifying glass. Like a loop, yeah. Yep, and he'd have to look at all those whirls and loops, and there's different names for them, but... He could he could say this one is this is our suspect right here and but but for a long time that's like yeah. for decades yeah. and decades that's how it was yeah. done now they got computers that'll pick it out that can do from it. a national database right before we had to have a suspect you know pretty much in our area or jurisdiction sure wow. before you even had them on record yeah yeah so 1904 on this day that's yeah. when they first started using them in 1954 uh, Nobel Prize for Literature is awarded to Ernest Hemingway. Hmm. And uh, and then in 1971, we have uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. They record "Happy Christmas, War Is Over." I won't be playing that for you today because mm-hmm. I think it's a horrible Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then in 1976, threw this one in just for you. Billy Martin is named Manager of the Year, New York Yankees. Hmm. So there you go. You, you really w- like me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. Don't push it, kid. Don't push right. it. All right. Uh, lots of birthdays today. Really famous birthdays. Julia Roberts, that pretty woman, is turning 55 years old today. Hmm. Hi. Hello. Do you remember me? No, I'm sorry. I was in here yesterday. You wouldn't wait on me? Oh. You work on commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I have to go shopping now. <laughs> I have to go shopping now. That's a good movie. It is. It is a good movie. <laughs> but when she first goes in there right. wearing that outfit, yeah. I'm not surprised they weren't giving her a lot of attention. That's right. That's right. Uh, Bill Gates having a birthday today, 67 years old. I have no clip for him because, frankly, I don't really like him. And mm-hmm. uh, he's lucky I even mentioned his birthday. Yep. All right. Uh, also, Caitlin, a.k.a. Bruce Jenner, having a birthday today, 73 years old. Um, I have said from the beginning, and I stand with it, that I don't want biological boys to compete against women and girls in sports. It's just not fair. Now, obviously, over the last six months especially, uh, because of Leah Thomas um, at the University of Pennsylvania, um, she had been on the boys' team uh, just a few years earlier. Um, I do not blame her. Um, She played within the rules. Um, but she dominated. Uh, she had gone through male puberty. Her lungs are bigger. Her back's bigger. Her hands are bigger. She just has a tremendous advantage in swimming in the pool against the women. And, you know, and she proved that. There you go. Mm. Interesting, though, that he, she, whatever, yeah. is the is the voice of reason right. when it comes to that. Right. And, and, and I do have to commend and I think a lot of- Jenner for that. I think a lot of uh, transgender transgenders stand with Bruce or Caitlin, whoever it is, right. on that. I think a lot of them are, are... They do see that. Yeah, but unfortunately, Just there are like a lot they, that don't. They also see that you should have to be an adult before you can make those changes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, he's turning 73. Jacqueline Phoenix is... Uh, how do you say his name? Shaquan? Joaquin. 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 That's Joaquin. right. Joaquin. 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 Joaquin, change your name. Uh, <laughs> 48 years old today. Standing back there in your shop catching my breath, I come to admire you even more. You see, I never had to do hard time like you, although I have on occasion got myself busted. Oh, yeah. but- 
close in El Paso. I have this bag. Have you heard about that? You been in El Paso too? Well, anyways, I felt tough, you know. Like I'd seen a thing or two, you know. Cause I gotta tell you, my hat's off to you now. Cause I ain't never had to drink this yellow water you got here at close. <laughs> he was so good in yeah. that movie, and you know Johnny Cash really mm-hmm. approved of him yeah uh playing him in the in the movie so yeah that was that which was a big deal uh annie potts is having a birthday today one of my favorite designing women she's turning 70 years old wow i guess i should have suspected he had some sort of macho problem when all the nurses he hired always had these sort of life-threatening breasts <laughs> <laughs> i kept hoping that that seeing all those female patience all day long day in day out would somehow make him numb instead he developed a high tolerance (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i miss designing women so much Mm -hmm. Uh, lauren holly's having a birthday today she's turning 59 years old of course she was has been in a lot of movies but she was also in picket fences well try and absorb this through your thick misogynist skull and you can look that word up later (laughs) (laughs) tough lady uh also having a birthday one of my favorites brad paisley he's such a funny guy Mm -hmm. he's like one of my favorites He's turning the big 5-0 today. If Mark oh. Lant was here, he would play the I'm 50. Mm-hmm. He loves that one. Uh, Dennis Franz having a birthday today, turning 78 years old, kicking it old school and Hill Street blues. All right, here's what's going to happen, Frank. You're going in the system. And when you get out, whether it's a week or a month from now, I'm going to be there waiting for you. And then I'm going to drive you over to a bus station, and I'm going to buy you a cup of coffee and a candy bar. And you're going to get on that bus, and you're never going to set foot around here again. Because if you do, I will put you in the hospital. Oh, okay. There wow. you go. Old school law enforcement. We, we don't necessarily approve the actions of right. Dennis Franz. However, he was a woman beater. Oh, the the guy he was dealing oh, okay, with. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's it's. I probably shouldn't say that, but I am. Yeah. Uh, Andy Richter having a birthday today. One of my favorite comedians. I don't think he's as appreciated as he should be. He's turning 56 years old today. Hey, Conan, what about the sweet onion chicken teriyaki sandwich? Those are my favorite. Well, sure, Andy. They're the Subway sub of the day on Mondays. Oh, today's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I have no choice but to climb into that highly experimental time machine over there, travel back in time to Monday, and get a sweet deal on one of those six-inch sweet onion chicken teriyaki Subway sandwiches. (laughs) Wait, okay, or... Wait a minute. Do you remember Andy Richter's brain when that that show was Uh, out? It was was never as as popular as I'd hoped it would be. But I just think he's super funny. Uh, and then we have, finally, Dame Joan Plowright. She is turning 93 years old today. Mm. Now, to modern-day audiences, she's probably best known for uh, being in the Spiderwick Chronicles. She played mm. the daughter, uh, the older lady that was the, the young daughter uh, of Professor Spiderwick. But she was also in 101 Dalmatians, and she played Nanny in 101 Dalmatians. Wow. dear. It's the look every woman gets when she knows she's going to be a mother. You remember her now? Yeah, another voice. Mm -hmm. She is. Her eyes are soft and warm. 
Though you might not see it, you can certainly feel that she's smiling. It's the smile we wear when we're guarding a precious secret. Talking about the puppies uh-huh. and her. Uh, she is a, a marvelous lady who has had, she's almost Maggie Smith-like in her career. Yeah. She's had such a long career. Yeah. So, All right, back to our Mind Jam trivia. It is Breadstick Day. And in 2014, there was a corporate merger between Olive Garden and the company Starboard, and they demanded Olive Garden eliminate the all-you-can-eat breadsticks. And uh, we wanted to ask you, did this help or hurt Olive Garden's stock? Right now, the uh, the answers are split. We're going to have the answer when we return here on The Morning Jam. I'm a sci-fi fanatic. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You are listening to The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose, Marco Galbraith in this morning, and uh, we're talking breadsticks because today is National Breadstick Day. We've got Craig on the line who wanted to talk about breadsticks. Good morning. Uh, you guys are breaking me here. I know I haven't <laughs> called in a really long time. I know. I was just telling Marco. An yeah, Italian, talking about workout. Bre- Italian talking about breadsticks. You got it. It's so it's because of my workout schedule. And I can't, you know, I'm, I, I I dropped seventy two pounds last year, and I guess wow. part of it was because I, yeah, I didn't listen to you guys anymore. That's not why I lost weight. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm determined to get Angie Harmon at any cost. Well, there you go. Well, it takes a lot of work. So, so here's the deal. I, I, Marco, I don't even know if we can be friends, man. You like those breadsticks? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If you think, if you guys think that they served that at the Delicio house when my when, when my dad was little, come on. So here's what. The, here's how it really works. So they get these massive loaves, like football sized loaves of homemade bread, because three quarters of a pound of pasta on your plate is not enough carbohydrate. <laughs> That's right. You need right. that extra bread to so, soak up the extra. And I just like it, to me, Olive Garden is just above sh- like like SpaghettiOs. And <laughs> I don't I, disagree. And I, and I, yeah. I look at it like yeah. I, I think of it like: Do you think Greeks walk through Kroger and go? You know what I'm in the mood for? Some Pepperidge Farm pita and that hummus right. that they sell in a dairy case. Right, right. I, I, hey, I just, uh, uh, Craig, there's a place yeah. in Bristol, and it's called the Angry Italian. And after <laughs> eating there, I decided the reason the Italians were so angry was it wasn't really Italian food. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that could it's be It's not it. that I'm angry. I get it. It's <laughs> just, you know, it's like, it's, it's, to me, it's like this. Janet, I don't know if you remember this, Mark. I don't know if you remember, but there was a big thing in the '70s. They had these kit cars. You could buy an old Volkswagen Beetle for 500 bucks. You pull the body off of it, wow. and they had these cars that look. One looked like a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. looked like a okay. like a 1929 Mercedes Gazelle. To me, that's what you're getting when you go to Olive Garden. <laughs> it looks like Italian food, uh. but. You guys want to see something funny, and you're not going to be able to play half the clips of this on the air, but there is a video, a YouTube video of Italian grandmothers eating Olive Garden for the first time. Wow. 
funniest thing you'll ever see. I'll have to look that one up. Thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate it. I'm going to play this just for Craig. Okay. Well, apparently not. Except Craig. Except Craig for Craig. Is not family. Craig is not family. That broke my heart. <laughs> You're not Italian. It's okay. I don't care. That's like it's the okay reason to go to like Olive Garden. It. It's, it's okay yeah. if but you like no, it. There's nothing better than homemade Italian food. That's but true. I think, uh, and I haven't been to Olive Garden in probably three or four years, but but those breadsticks dipped in Alfredo sauce. I, I mean, will say, when my son got married, mm-hmm. that was, I mean... Yeah. That's what we did. We did Italian. They're good. And we did the breadsticks and we yeah. had the we had the red sauce and we yes. had the onions and peppers and sausages and then we had the Alfredo and there were a lot of people doing just that. Yeah. They had a big Caesar salad, they had their breadsticks uh-huh. and they had their Alfredo sauce and that's what they were eating. Yes. Craig, what do you what do you think about the McRib? <laughs> <laughs> he's Italian. He doesn't he's, have He's probably he throwing something care. across the room right now cuz that one turns my stomach just yeah. dad. No. Oh my gosh. All right. So, that was our mind jam trivia. If you're wondering why we're talking about breadsticks today, it's National Breadstick Day. And in 2014, there was a corporate merger with Olive Garden. The company Starboard demanded that they eliminate the all-you-can-eat breadsticks. We wanted to know, did it help or hurt Olive Garden's stock? And most of you said the stock fell, but they believed hungrier customers would buy more entrees Hmm. if they cut back on the bread, and it worked. Olive Garden stock skyrocketed by 47%. Wow. Now, they still have the all-you-can-eat salad and soup, but I don't know that the breadsticks are all-you-can-eat anymore. So they're not doing the breadsticks? I don't think they are. And that was kind of like their talk. I read a book um, called Talk Triggers. And it talked about these businesses that get people to come back in. Like Five Guys' talk trigger is they overload you with French fries. Mm. And so people talk about it, and that's their word of mouth. And and to me, Olive Garden was all-you-can-eat breadsticks. Well, but I mean, but the same thing. I would rather have the salad than I would the breadsticks. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll just keep bringing that right to you so anyway there you go there's red stick trivia for today we got lots to talk about today we've got some uh some sound we're going to be playing in a little bit talking about the vermont father and daughter Mm. who are fighting to keep male students out of the 14 year olds locker rooms he is volleyball coach he spoke up he was canned she spoke up and said look guys i'm really really uncomfortable with this right i can't even change in in my own locker room and she was suspended mm, of now course. after yeah. it went to um lawsuit yeah they they reinstated her but we're seeing this in a lot of different places it's like you know the the feelings of the one overrides the, the masses oh absolutely now, and we're seeing that everywhere yeah so we're going to be talking about that also a louisiana democrat who is a pro-life Speaking some truth into the lives of folks on Dr. Phil, I really, really a- admire uh, this woman. Uh, she's she's really she, she's really shedding a, a light on this topic in a way that nobody else can. As a as a black woman, um, as a woman from Louisiana, as a Democrat, mm-hmm. she is. They have to shut up and listen to her. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty amazing. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Latina. Republican has been blocked from joining the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Um, they're saying that uh, she has extreme views and party affiliation. We'll take a look at that in just a little bit and uh, see how that's all shaken out. I'm telling you, when it comes, and I've said this before on the show, you've heard me say it, 
when it comes to this midterm election, it could be the Latinos that are truly right. going to save this country. Yes. At the end of the day, I think so. which I think would be so blissfully mm-hmm. ironic. Yes. And I would just absolutely love that because yep. they're underestimating their power. They're underestimating their intelligence, their mm-hmm. passion. That's right. Their work ethic. They are very passionate. They are very and they're passionate. Very tight family oriented. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they and they're also uh, they have strong faith. Yeah. And they hold tight to it, and they're yep. unapologetic about it. It's pretty beautiful. Uh, Kimberly McBroom is going to be coming up here in our immediate future. She's going to be covering uh, Lynchburg police are looking for a suspect in an armed robbery, or should I say another armed robbery. Mm -hmm. In Salem, a man has been arrested with a string of larcenies there, and apparently there's a shortage in child hospital beds due to this uh, RSV that we've been talking about on the show for a while now so uh we'll we'll have all those stories and a look at your weekend forecast it's going to be a nice fall like one and we're also going to be talking about some things that are going on this weekend marco has an event coming up i'm going to be speaking at an event on saturday as well we'll get you all those details thanks so much for joining us this morning on the morning jam keep our number handy 866-916-3776 we would love to hear from you this morning It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. Happy Friday, everyone. Starting off on the chilly side this morning, but we'll see high temperatures generally warming into the 50s and low 60s this afternoon under a mix of sun and clouds. We'll stay all dry through our Friday night football games. And as we head toward tonight, temperatures generally into the low to mid 40s. Expect a mix of sun and clouds on Saturday. High temperatures on the cooler side once again in the 50s and low 60s. Currently, we have 45 degrees in Lynchburg, 46 in Bedford, 40 in Roanoke, 46 in Danville, 38 in Salem, and 45 in Appomattox. It's beautiful and clear absolutely everywhere. Well, if something sounds too good to be true, we say this on the show all the time, chances are it really is. A woman from Gretna thought she had won $2,000 playing a guessing game on Facebook. Mm, wow. Instead, she ended up losing thousands of dollars. Uh, you had to guess what the number was, and I guessed correctly, said the woman from Gretna. Uh, she didn't interview, but asked to have her identity hidden uh, in this ABC 13 interview. She said it felt good to receive a Facebook mes- message from a, a person telling her that she was the game winner, that I had won $2,000. She said the woman asked her to pay a processing fee to get the ball rolling. No, red flag. Mm -hmm. I sent the $40 and it escalated from there. She was also asked to send more money for handling, processing, even late fees via PayPal. Oh, come on. Uh, It was a, a holding fee is what they would call that. And I hadn't gotten in touch with them that day. I waited a day or two. Well, waiting those days added on to the holding fee. Of course. 
That was in February. By May, still no prize. Thousands of dollars gone. Probably at least $5,000 with her or more uh, uh, off of my credit cards. By this point, she asked to speak to the woman's uh, supervisor. From there, she was transferred over. It was the same thing, but now they ask her to buy gift cards. Mm. Let's have her on the show to tell her story and let's charge her. She went to stop. <laughs> she went to Food Lion, Dollar General, Family Dollar, all in the same day. After buying the card, she would take a picture and text it to the supervisor. Oh, my Lord. But how By deep? August, Come she on, bought lady. 100 gift cards and lost more money. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this yeah. is just crazy. It gets, you got to get to the point where that's why she that's why she has to have her identity. Yeah, because I'm sure her family's gone. What are it, you thinking? Yeah. Um, she said she at one point she got in so deep that you know she felt like she had to keep going. You think? Um, yeah. And then, um, yeah, had to take a mortgage out on the house they had owed. Uh, for a house for the first time in 30 years. And how much was the original winning? $2,000. $2,000? She said, I kept thinking in my mind I could get it back. Um, and I think that's what happens. And I think these people are particularly good at convincing Oh, they are. You. They're very good. And everything looks so official that they're, that they're sending you. But it, it goes back to don't click on something on Facebook. If, right. You know, if it's not... From Facebook, you got to be very, very careful what you click on because they can get in your computer and uh, and, and they can scam you. And here's the thing: it, it, getting that money back is just impossible. Right. It's just because they pack up and yeah. go somewhere else. And I think this is National Cyber Awareness Security Month. Mm -hmm. So people listening, go change your passwords today. You should change your passwords often. Don't have the same password right. for everything you do. Yeah. Switch them around. There's, you can be creative on yeah, ways to remember. Yeah, rotate three of them. That's right. That's <laughs> like right. every normal person. And if the $2,000 lady's listening, call me and give me all your passwords. And make sure it's not ABC123. That's okay, right. That's yeah, all yeah. I'm saying. Or password. Exactly. Who's next in line to be the Bannister Direct Representative in the Pennsylvania County? That decision is going to be falling in the hands of a circuit court judge. Initially, it was in the hands of the Pennsylvania County Board of Supervisors. Uh, after men, member Jesse Barksdale quit in September, when that happened, it was too close to the election to have a special election. And uh, so then per state code, it was up to the Board of Supervisors to appoint someone to fill that position. Uh, that, according to Pennsylvania County Public Relations Manager Caleb Ayers, as per that code, the members only had 45 days to fill the position. After application submissions and three meetings, the members couldn't come to an agreement on who to appoint. So after the third failed attempt, they voted unanimously to let the circuit court judge decide. Uh, Ayers said in 2023, a special election will be held to pick someone to serve 24 and 25. He says that's to make up the remainder of the four-year term. Hmm. So there you go. Interesting. Mm -hmm. How about candy corn? Do you like candy corn? Ew, no. No? You know where that comes from. No, where? Which is feet. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, that's where the corns are. <laughs> Sometimes I'll like it, but um, there was a poll done online, it, candy corn, yay or nay, and you get people to text in and see, do you like it or not? And if you do, how many can you eat before you get to that? Because I'll eat some, and, and then it get to the point where it's like, okay, I can't, it's way too sweet, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I can't do but it. They're a popular Halloween candy. They are. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and some people some people like it. I think candy corn is the fruitcake of Halloween. Yeah. That's how I yes, see it. Yeah, I would never so buy So people them. either really like it yeah. or they don't like it at yeah. all. Yeah, it definitely cures a sweet tooth, but uh, I wouldn't buy them. But if they're out somewhere, I might take them, yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. I just can't They're do good it. with uh, breadsticks. Craig loves those. <laughs> to me, candy corn is something you use when you're when you're in kindergarten and you're making some type of craft. It's sugar <laughs> wax, <laughs> right? It's right. Sugar wax. It's basically it what a candy corn is. is. Yeah, but I would have even eaten the wax lips before I would have gone oh, for the uh, yeah, yeah. for the other one. So I yeah, I don't think candy corn is is good. So no. that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, uh, we do have our. Uh, five and dine on the way in a little bit but we need to get a friday funny in because it is friday and after all what's better than a little laugh on a friday right no don't 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 clap i quit i got out i quit, I quit. people always ask me man did you leave because of stand-up comedy did you leave because of stand-up comedy? I'm always like, no. I left because I got tired of driving to work every day wishing the building was on fire. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, ta- I taught for 12 years, you know? First year was rough, I was a substitute. Oof. The substitute teacher's the worst, right? Especially that first day, you know? Walking to class, kids all in my face. You ain't no real teacher. <laughs> you ain't no real teacher, sir. Because if you were, you wouldn't be crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's good. He does have a point. Yeah. Have you ever substitute? I did time? for Bedford. When we first moved up here, I did it for Bedford. Uh-huh. And uh, I got in trouble because I made a kid stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I got called. This was in when we first moved up here, 2007, 2008. Uh huh. And a kid wouldn't stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. I said, You really need to stand. Go ahead and stand up. And I said, There's members of the military that don't have legs that can't stand up. And, right. And so, I mean, that's, they explained there's people that can't stand that would right. love to stand Absolutely. because they served and they've been injured so bad, you know? So, so, uh, so, yeah. And I called the principal's office. You can't, you can't make them stand for the pledge. Wow. And I was like, and that people, was even then. There's people that serve the country right, in exactly. battle and they're unable to stand and they would love to stand. Right. And they, and they would give anything, anything to be able to. to stand for that pledge. Oh, boy. Yeah, I can't do that. So that was my, so, so I left. Goodbye. Now, Mr. Uh, Mr. Marco is not able to uh, be our substitute teacher anymore. That's I, right. I, I had to laugh because I just could picture it like, kid, get up. Get up. Yeah. 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 And, I was and nice did, they, did they stand up? Yeah, the kid did. Yeah. So how did you get in trouble? Did he go and tell he on you? He went and told on me. Yeah. <laughs> he he told he told somebody at the cafeteria, and I was very nice about it. I said, "We all just need to stand up. We're we're not right. we're showing respect be, for the be flag. Be proud. And be we're proud being, that you're. And I explained to him we're being a team as a classroom. Right. You know, and and uh, he just. Yeah, I yeah. did it. I did it a couple of times out of necessity, but mm-hmm. it was like. It's draining. Yeah. It's really exhausting. And the pay is not. It's It, it barely paid for my gas. And, when, and especially when you, like in a situation like that, mm-hmm. if you have children in the school, right. if, if I can't, if I can't treat those children and have the same expectations of those children that I have of my own children, right. Right. how can I be an effective teacher? Yeah. So, yeah, that didn't work out yeah. too well. We had to let that go. Right. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. 
give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They are busy cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day, and they do such a nice job. They're also taking orders right now for corporate turkeys and hams. So if you're wanting to uh, give those to your customers or to your employees this year, just reach out to Todd Ramsey, 434-846-7448, and he can get that order taken for you. Now, before we went on the air, Mark and I were talking about how much we love to grill, how much we love to, to be out, especially on weekends like this. Uh, getting some steaks on the grill or pork chops or i'm going to give you a recipe today for a cognac mushroom sauce that is perfect to go over chicken pork chops steaks whatever it is you want to use it on it makes just an elevated meal it looks like you've gone to a lot more trouble than you have and it looks like something out of a really fancy steakhouse and it's so delicious this is how you make it in a small skillet you're going to melt some butter and you're going to add in some really nice mushrooms of choice. Now, if you uh, are really in the mood for some exotic mushrooms, I recommend you go down to the uh, community market and Valor Farms where the, the veterans mm-hmm. grow the mushrooms. Uh, you oh, can get some beautiful wow. mushrooms down that. there. And uh, FNL would definitely support that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure. So you're going to put in your mushrooms with a pinch of salt. You're going to brown them, get some nice color uh, on them. And then once they're brown, turn the heat to low, add some finely chopped onions, a little bit of butter if the skillet's too dry. Cook them for about 10 minutes until they're very translucent. You don't want to burn them. And then you're going to pour in some cognac or brandy and uh, let it sit for one to two minutes. Then you're going to add in your creme fraiche and a little salt and pepper, some chopped parsley, let it simmer, and that's it. You're done. That sounds good. It's so delicious. And then invite us over. And then invite invite you over. That's (laughs) That's right. right. Serve it with steak, chicken, pork chops, roasted vegetables. Doesn't matter. Makes everything more delicious. You can get the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by F&L Market on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at F&L Market, save on family-packed ground beef, $2.98 a pound and ground fresh. Bottom round roast are $4.98 a pound. Whole boneless ribeye sliced for free are $6.98 a pound. Save on family pack pork chops, $2.79 a pound. And family pack pork ribs are $1.59 a pound. Be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. Who are you? 
Then I became a, I was a history teacher. That's what I was. Went to school as a history teacher. I used to forget things all the time, so that didn't work out. <laughs> and then I became the school's in-school suspension teacher. Oh, that was, that was strange. Because you just sit in your classroom and you wait for kids to show up. I remember one time the principal escorted a kid to my room. He said, uh, Mr. Baxter, this is Derek. Derek's been making cat noises in class. <laughs> He's not on his medication today. We're gonna leave him here with you as a safety precaution. <laughs> well, what about my safety, man? <laughs> I'm not a cat whisperer. I ain't got no litter box underneath my desk. It's a safety issue. Don't worry about it, then he just left. First of all, if this is a safety issue and you're the principal, you should be doing something about it. You should be standing in front of the school with a list of all the kids on medication. You on your meds today? <laughs> no? Get the heck back on the bus. <laughs> he does have a point. He does. He does have a point. Yeah. See, that's what you should have done. That's it's right. Just in school suspension. That's right. Teacher. Yeah. Oh, you would have been good at that. Yeah. Well, maybe. You might uh, have been good at that. Yeah. I, mm, Unless I you had uh, this issue come up and then maybe not so much. Uh, so the father and daughter who were speaking out after a, a trans female changed in a girl's locker room, mm. um, they did speak up. That case is still ongoing. They were on Tucker Carlson. Here's a little bit from that so one interview. So reasons parents put up with this is anyone who says anything is instantly punished. Travis Allen learned that the hard way. He was a girls soccer coach at Randolph Union Middle School in Vermont. He was just suspended from his job without pay because he complained about a male student looming around the girls locker room. Then the school, because this is North Korea at this point, punished Travis Allen's daughter, Blake Allen, for speaking about it too. Blake Allen was on the volleyball team. Blake Allen and Travis Allen join us tonight. We're going to talk to their lawyer in just a moment. Um, thank you both so much for coming on. Travis, first to you, did I misstate what happened? You complained about a man in the women's locker room and you were punished? Correct. I made a media post, or sorry, a social media post that referred to the male student as a male and I was punished because I misgendered him. You lost your job or you're suspended without pay from your job? Correct, as the soccer coach. So, so you were the creep in this. I, I have to ask, did other employees at the school take you aside and say we're on your side? Did anyone protest your suspension? Uh, none of the other employees did. Uh, other community members have supported me, though, privately. It's, it's beyond belief. Thank you for complaining, by the way, at, at very least. <laughs> Blake Allen, what did you do wrong in the eyes of the school, and how were you punished? I was in the locker room and the trans student walked in and, and there was, um, the rest of the team was in there and we were, I was really uncomfortable and I left and I told the school and they just shut me down and said there's nothing they could do and I was later suspended because I voiced my opinion that a male shouldn't be in the women's locker room and then when we filed the lawsuit they dropped the suspension. Hmm. How, how, how old are you? How old were you when this happened? I'm 14, I'm a freshman. You're 14 years old. And when you complained about a dude in the girls' locker room, you got suspended. 
Yes. Who says, can you tell us the name of the person who made that decision? Uh, Lane Millington. Yeah. And how, was, how did this adult communicate your suspension to you? What, what, what did you do wrong in the, in the view of this adult? Um, I think they were mad that I was telling people how I thought it was wrong and that a male shouldn't be allowed to be with us in the locker room. How ridiculous is it mm -hmm. that she was suspended for that? I, I can't believe that she was suspended. It, it, speechless that were that were even. I mean, it's fourteen it, years old. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> let, let's continue. You're fourteen years old. Um, <laughs> what? Tell us what your classmates thought. Were they on your side? Uh, yeah, a lot of my classmates were supportive. I think most people in the school are. They're just too scared to speak up because they see all the backlash I'm getting for it. They're afraid to speak up. Good for her, though. Yeah, but the, but here's the here's the thing, and this is what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, you say now, well, the reason these kids have to be heard is they've always been afraid to be who they are. Well, now the other kids are, are afraid to to be who they are. She can't. The fourteen year old can't be who they are. Right. You, we're we're at a place in this country where, and I know this is Florida law. I don't know Virginia law, but Florida law. If I go to a party. And I show my privates to a 25-year-old girl, it's lewd and lascivious. I can right. be arrested for it. Right. But if I put on a wig and makeup and go into a little girl's locker room in school mm -hmm. and show my privates, right. it's accepted. Right. Exactly. That's, and you that, shouldn't that's sickening. say. That I, is sick. I, I agree. Well, you're very brave. Because not dad only is was brave. I suspended. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I'm supposed to do, I was going to do a restorative justice circle and write a letter of apology. To whom? To mm. the dude? Mm. The trans student. To the to the boy who was in the girls' locker room. Yes. You have to write and a letter of I apology. I said I would rather have a five day suspension than have to apologize. Good for her. I'm not sorry. How for old was? My opinion. Well, good. God, God bless you. How old was the boy? <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Huh. Um, have. <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to continue with the school? Um. Yeah, for now. It's all it's all so unbelievable. It really is. Yeah. So, I mean, what what other option does she have? I mean, they just uh, they just have to go somewhere else or they have to pay for private schooling. If we just keep turning over the schools mm -hmm. to this craziness. Mm -hmm. Well, she's now labeled and I don't say this, but this, the schools are going to label her as a troublemaker mm -hmm. and this is going to follow her throughout her the rest of her middle school years, junior high, high school, and college, that she's a troublemaker. Right. And she's a victim. She is a victim. Right. Uh, well, uh, and uh, I don't I don't know I don't know that I agree that she's a victim. I <laughs> think she was very bold and she refused to be a victim. Right. And now she's is she a victim of the school's policy? Yeah, yeah, yes. Absolutely. But as far as being a victim of the trans dude, yeah, yeah. I mean she she was just like, Yeah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And so this, good for her. Right. And this one guy the one trans is affecting all these other girls' lives, livelihood, possible scholarships because of the volleyball well, team. So let's go to North Carolina for a second mm -hmm. um, before we go up to the top of the hour. Um, all high school girls' volleyball teams in the Cherokee County School District in North Carolina, all of them are forfeiting their remaining games this season against a school that has a transgender player because... They had a, uh, the Hawassi Dam High School team had a player severely injured 
when the ball was spiked by a player at the Highland School team, and the spiker, and this is what this person does all the time. Yeah. If you look at their their play footage, right, is they're constantly being set up to spike that ball, yeah, because they're ginormous, yeah. Um, and the the spiker was a transgender girl, uh, a biological male, and there was much public comment at the meeting. One speaker said the presence of a biological male posed risk to the girls. And um, he was uh, he was afraid that they would take over girls' sports at this point, and and they already are dominating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of these games, um, and, and being hurt. Uh, I'm to glad date. They, they. I mean, I'm not glad for them because it's going to affect their their <laughs> livelihood. But I'm glad that they're pushing back. We have to start pushing back. But on they've these lost issues. the whole season. Like Absolutely, those, those, those kids that are and seniors, they're, they're not going to get that back. No, and there's scholarships that are that are probably pending on their quality of playing volleyball. Well, to date, 18 states have passed laws barring biological males from participating on the school sports teams designated for their gender identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of them affect trans. It's boys wanting to play girls' right, sports, right. not the other way around. Right. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't have an advantage, maybe? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Bill Trefiro is on the way at the top of the hour from the Roanoke News Desk. CBS is next. You're listening. Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.